Hello and welcome to a special edition of Southern Songs and Stories. I'm your host, Joe Kendrick, with a preview of an episode on Tony Trishka, as well as an upcoming episode on Travis Book. I spoke with Tony when he and his band played the Remembering Earl concert in Shelby, North Carolina recently. Tony Trishka has a forthcoming record called Earl Jam, a tribute to Earl Scruggs. We will preview that conversation as well as one with Travis Book, founding member and bass player with Infamous String Dusters, who recently debuted his first solo record. We'll excerpt some of our conversation with Travis as we lead up to his full podcast in early 2024. Also in the hopper from our time in Raleigh, North Carolina at the IBMAs, we had a great time talking with Peter Wernick about all things bluegrass. We've also got Stephen Motion and Ben Wright, Stephen Motion of Sam Bush Band, Ben Wright of Henhouse Prowlers. They're also partners in Dark Shadow Recording. They'll talk about that and much more on their episode. And speaking of Dark Shadow Recording, Stillhouse Junkies is one of the artists in their lineup, and they are on deck as well. From our time together at the Albino Skunk Fest last fall, speaking with all the members of the Durango, Colorado trio Stillhouse Junkies, So a whole lot to get to. I'm anxious to get it going and we'll jumpstart things here, I guess you could say, in a quick take with Tony Trishka, who just released the song you're hearing now, which is the first release from his Earl Jam tribute. It's with Billy Strings and this take on the Delmore Brothers classic, Brown's Fairy Blues. Southern Songs and Stories is part of the podcast lineup of both Public Radio WNCW and Osiris Media. Osiris creates music podcasts and events to help music fans deepen their connection to the music they love with all of their shows at OsirisPod.com. Osiris works in partnership with Jam Bass, which connects music fans to the music they love and empowers them to go see live music. Capsule versions of Southern Songs and Stories are produced for broadcast on WNCW by me, Corey Askew. More information about this and other podcasts from Grassroots Radio, WNCW at WNCW.org. I begin our conversation here with Tony with a question about how the perception of the banjo has changed over the years that he's been playing Also, his unique approach to the instrument and some of the players who've pushed the envelope that he admires. And speaking of great bluegrass players and the immortal Earl Scruggs, we encourage you to check out a previous episode here on Southern Songs and Stories titled The Humble Genius of Earl Scruggs with 11 guests total. This episode is just from about a year ago on the 99th birth anniversary of Earl Scruggs, and it includes Kristen Scott Benson, Sam Bush, John McEwen, Vince Herman, Jeff Hanna, Travis Book, Allison Brown, Peter Wernick, Jim Mills, J.T. Scruggs, Earl's nephew, and my dad is in there. Yes, I'm actually related to Earl Scruggs and live only a few miles from where he grew up. Check it out. It's on podcast platforms everywhere. As is this episode, we encourage you to follow, like, give it top ratings, that sort of thing, on Apple, Spotify, your smart speaker, you name it. 
And really, that does a great deal to help put Tony Trishka and the hundreds of other artists featured in this series in front of more music fans just like yourself. As we listen to the new Tony Trishka with Billy Strings rendition of Brown's Fairy Blues, I'm Joe Kendrick, welcoming you to this mini-episode of Southern Songs and Stories. I mean, I started playing in 1963, and then, of course, the Beverly Hillbillies came in, and that's one way, oh, this is hillbilly music, you know, which is how a lot of people looked at it. And I uh, I lived in New York City, and I can remember walking down the street with my banjo, and people would go, yeehaw, or, you know, where's your hay, hay bale, or, you know, stuff like that. And then, of course, dueling banjos in the early 70s, even though these all brought a lot of Attention to the banjo, it was sort of the wrong kind of attention. It turned a lot of people onto the banjo, but in a general larger sense, people had this weird view of the banjo as, again, being sort of a hillbilly backwoods kind of thing. And um, Foggy Mountain Breakdown from the, from Bonnie and Clyde, so, you know, associated with gangsters and not, not all positive images of the banjo. But, um, you know, I, from the beginning of my career, I've been trying to do different things with it. I entered this banjo contest at the very first three-day bluegrass festival in Fincastle, Virginia, in Labor Day weekend of 65, and I entered the banjo contest. The judges were Ralph Stanley, Bill Emerson, and Lamar Greer. Lamar Greer was David Greer's dad, and he was playing with Bill Monroe. And uh, I played a version of Nine Pound Hammer with fake Middle Eastern modes. And someone took a picture of, of Ralph while I was playing, and he was sort of like looking really like consternation like what but anyway so even after I've been playing for a couple of years I was playing weird stuff but you know I would try to play you know I worked you know like in the early 70s I was working on like Charlie Parker things and um, you know playing some Beethoven a Beethoven mandolin sonata because I just you know I was looking at, I wasn't consciously doing this I, this is what I was attracted to and uh in addition to still coming out of Earl, you know, at heart, that's what that was the center. And then as time went on, people like Bela Fleck came along, and you know, these days writing concertos for the banjo and playing with Chick Corea, you know, heavy duty jazz stuff, and going to Africa and just all the amazing things he's done. He has a new album, three different versions of Rhapsody in Blue, which is mind-boggling. And he's really gotten out there with the Fleck tones and whatnot and really helped change the whole image of the banjo. So it's a kind of a cool thing. And then, of course, Billy Strings now being the, the you know, this great ambassador for bluegrass. He'll just play a straight-head version of Little Maggie and the people go nuts for it. And, you know, he'll draw. He sold out uh, the Nassau Coliseum on Long Island. It's like, really? Oh, the bluegrass band? Really? Who is this guy? I mean, I, I know who he is, of course, but... Uh, so I think the images of the banjo and bluegrass in general has been upgraded quite a bit. You've been described as the great banjo liberationist. <laughs> I love that quote. What was keeping the banjo captive? Where is that? What are they pointing at? Well, I guess it depends on what you mean by captive. I mean, what Earl Scruggs did was revolutionary. In 1950, he recorded Farewell Blues in the key of C, and there's one towards the end of the tune, the way he played it on Mercury Records, he's in the key of C, and he's playing a C-sharp note against the C, one half a step sharp. And it's like, that's pretty out there. Hmm. He was doing really outside stuff that early on, so he was doing some crazy stuff. 
Uh, and then people like Don Reno was doing some pretty modern stuff, you know, playing tunes that were not in the bluegrass vernacular, playing pop standards and things like that, as would Earl. Um, Bobby Thompson, who uh, was playing the melodic style in 1958, which you know, we associate with Bill Keith, they were breaking down boundaries, technically what could be done. So, you know, I could name other people too, but people that really were doing things to really project the banjo forward. Eddie Adcock with single string style. I always thought Don Reno invented I talked to Eddie Adcock about it. He said that he was doing it before Don Reno, full break single string style. And he got Don Reno, Don Reno into doing that, but Eddie didn't know how to play the roles and Don got him doing that. But anyway, but on my first album in 1973 or four called Bluegrass Light, um, I was really taking it out there a little, <laughs> you know, maybe a little too far, but it was fun. But I was playing in a group called Breakfast Special, and we were all kind of coming out of bluegrass but doing different things like Hawaiian music or, uh, you know, we do a Sam Cooke song and you know, just strange things. And our mandolin player, Andy Stabman, also played saxophone. So I would have Andy and Kenny Kosek, our fiddle player, they would do banjo, uh, sorry, um, uh, sorry, sax, fiddle, harmony things. And uh, my second album, Heartlands, I started with um, Rolling My Sweet Baby's Arms, and I started it with a drum solo. So, you know, maybe thumbing my nose at the Bluegrass Establishment or something. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know what I was thinking at the time. But anyway, but it was fun doing these things and just being a little outrageous just to because we were having fun doing what we were doing. So I think in that sense, just taking things in different directions and maybe it hadn't, and technically trying to come up with my own ideas that were not just Scruggs style. Travis Book, you may know him as the bass player for Infamous String Dusters. He calls Brevard, North Carolina home. He's also got a new solo record, which is going to remind you of some of the songs that he's written for the Infamous String Dusters. But then again, it's a lot more rock, a lot more soul. Travis Book coming up, he'll talk about what went into that new collection here on Southern Songs and Stories. Yeah, I I play every Tuesday at 185 King Street, and one of the things I did there was put together basically like a rock band to play my music. I played electric guitar and had Mike Ashworth on electric bass and Jeff Sipe on drums, and that 
ensemble, I did that about three or four times over the course of a couple years and realized that it had a real sound and there was a real life to these original tunes I'd written. So I decided to make a record that really came out of that aesthetic, which is pretty different than the String Dusters, which is essentially just a, a string band, you know? It really is. And I sense your love of soul. Um, I don't want to use the word emo, but I guess I used the word emo. Yeah, I didn't realize um, I didn't realize I had so much emo in me until I made the record. And then I was kind of listening back and I thought, oh, wow, this, a lot of these songs are about about love and about fear and about these other sort of emotional states. And so, you know, the emo is the last thing I thought I was, but I don't know, maybe it was like, this is like my emo record. <laughs> and there's, that's not a bad thing. Emo <laughs> got a bad rap. I guess it got too popular in the wrong places or something. Yeah, it's, um, uh, it, the aesthetic I think is, is, is much, is, is, you know, as Americana as it can get with elements of rock and blues and soul and country and, and little bits of, you know, New Orleans mixed in there. Um, so it's not like emo pop music in any sense of the word, but, but it definitely has an emotional under, undercurrent. From his new album, Love and Other Strange Emotions, this is Travis' book with The Truth Is Out There, following a preview of our conversation, which is forthcoming in our lineup here at the series Southern Songs and Stories. Exploring the music of the South and the artists who make it, I'm your host, Joe Kendrick. Thanks for being here. You can follow us on podcast platforms everywhere, as well as Public Radio WNCW and the website wncw.org. We're also a part of the Osiris Network of podcasts. Find out about them at osirispod.com. And you can also tune us in on Bluegrass Planet Radio at bluegrassplanetradio.com. Getting dark down, brother, it's getting hard to see the light. It's getting dark now, brother, it's getting hard to see the light. The truth is out there, let's hope this is the darkest part of the night. We open up our hearts, open up our minds. There's no telling, brother, what we may find. If we turn toward love and not toward hate, we just might heal each other. If it's not too late, truth is out there, brother. And if you want it, set you Tell me, who are you gonna believe? 
talking, which ones are 